Hello and welcome to another episode of VA Nutrition Coaching, the podcast with me, your host, Verona, your qualified nutrition coach, personal trainer and cognitive behavior therapist. This podcast is for you if you are that mum, wife or sister friend and now you're ready to finally lose those 5, 10 or even 15 pounds and keep them off and you want me in your corner as your coach to help you get there. We will rebuild your confidence, we'll tackle those toxic thoughts that hold you back and we'll put together your unique nutrition plan that doesn't have you on dangerously low calories working out seven days a week of intense cardio or have you feeling like you need to completely cut out all carbs now sit back and enjoy today's episode so let's get into today's topic juicy topic we're talking about calories and whether or not you need to count calories in order to be successful on your weight loss journey now i will say from the get-go in order for you to lose weight it is impossible to you to lose weight unless you're in a calorie deficit now that just basically means you're taking in less energy than your body is burning i.e you're burning more energy than you are consuming now that doesn't mean that you need to put yourself on dangerously low amounts of calories i.e 1200 calories or even less that some women believe that you need to do in order to be successful when it comes to weight loss but what happens is you end up not losing weight even on those low calories so therefore that gives you your answer you don't need to be eating 1200 calories in order to lose weight you can lose weight on so many more calories i.e i'm on 1800 calories for my needs and my body's goals and i'm still losing weight and that's the main thing that we need to focus when it comes about that so many of us get caught up in the quick fixes and i just want to lose weight now because we've had it for a long period of time but if we think about how long it's taken us consecutively to gain weight we need to understand that it may take us even longer to lose the weight and that is the realistic expectation when it comes to losing weight sustainably now you may not be listening to this in order but recently I talked about diets I talked about the problem of diets I talked about the seven mistakes that you may be making and how to fix them and I also talked about why diets don't work on a long-term basis now all of these things are covered in the program when you work with me but they're covered on a one-to-one personalized basis that is unique to you. Now, when I'm giving you these tips and tricks, now they're not everybody that you're going to work with me and that's fine. But for some of you that need that accountability, you need that support, the encouragement and the motivation of a qualified personal trainer, nutrition coach and mindset coach, that's me, to be able to talk you through it and walk you through it. And somebody who isn't just talking the talk, they've walked in your shoes, they've taken a mile in your shoes and they've walked that walk before. Having looked at myself in the mirror and hating my physical appearance, to the point that I avoided looking in the mirror naked whatsoever. I hated looking at my body, clothed and unclothed. And I know for you, if you're the same, then this is something that can hit raw and it is something that can really affect you. It can affect your husband and your intimacy with your partner or your husband. It can affect you on so many different levels and it can also affect your confidence as a female and as a woman. So when I'm talking and when I'm sharing about programs, when I'm sharing about coaching with me, these are the things that we're talking about and now we're honing in personalized to you so you get the results. That's not just a generic meal plan that everybody has and doing what everybody else is doing. We're getting the results for you, taking it into consideration if you've got PCOS, if you've got IBS, we're tailoring your nutrition coaching and your mindset coaching around you, around your family, and making it bespoke to fit you. You'd, all you need to do is follow the plan and get the results based on what it is that you say to me in the coaching session. Now we're going to talk about the pitfalls of counting calories and how to avoid falling prey to these calorie counting pitfalls. Now 
when it comes to calorie counting, you may be somebody who's taught if you've done Slimming World or if you've done any other diet before. Now, I'm not saying any offense to these diets because I've done that before. But one of the things that I learned quickly on that diet is two things. One, I had a certain amount of synergy points, but they were never referred to as synergy points. They were always referred to as sins. Now, I've shared before that as I am a Christian, the word sin associates with something that I've done wrong against myself to another or against God. Even though the creators that created it many, many years ago, way before I was born, they had good intentions. And there are women who are listening to, who may be listening to this podcast, or you may know that have had great success to on it. Now I was doing it, I'm no longer doing it. And the reason why I stopped doing it is because all of the women around me had a lot more weight to lose than I did. And I felt unworthy of being there. And that's what that focus on synergy points and counting and counting calories got me to be like, it got me to think I did was unworthy of losing weight. And what happened is I started to eat those feelings of insecurity, unworthiness and worthlessness in food. And so I gained more weight on top of it. So that didn't work for me. And Shan, you might be listening and you might be like, oh my gosh, that's me. Now, is this me condemning Slimming World? No, not at all. Because there are some women that that actually works for. And that would prove that there isn't one diet that fits all. Because if it worked for you and it didn't work for me, that means that that's not working for me. And if it's not working for you, that means it's not right for you. And there's no harm in it. It doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong with it. It means it's not tailored or specific to meeting your needs, Shan, for what you want and your goals. And that is absolutely fine. That's one thing that I'm always telling my clients is that's fine. I'm all about creating, I'm all about creating an individualized plan that's unique for you. And if something doesn't work, find what does. Find what you enjoy. If you don't like having to stand in your underwear or in the lightest clothes possible, not having, you've just about gone to the toilet, you've not even had breakfast, you might got, you might even still have a little bit of morning breath. So you dare talk to anybody before you've weighed in. But if you're all seated in a circle and the, the person in the group says, oh, you've gained this week. Oh no, better luck next time. If that makes you feel confident in yourself, <laughs> you know what, keep going. But if that doesn't, which is what made it didn't make me feel confident when I got ridiculed and body shamed in front of the whole community. Now, some of you might be saying that's your group leader. My group leader is not like this. I'm not here to debate semantics on that. And I'm definitely not here to negate that particular name. I'm not, I'm not here to shame and all of that stuff. There's no point. It's, it's irrefutable because there are listeners here that may have done it and successfully done it and it may have worked for you. And if you've also continued to keep it off and maintain it for a lifetime, you know, that's fantastic. But if you haven't and you've gone back to it and you've got a repeated habit of going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, you need to ask yourself, is this really working for me as much as I'm hoping and expecting it to? And that's the same when it comes to counting calories. We may have got this notion and I started off with, we've been taught when I first started before I got qualified, I've been taught to count the calories on the back of foods and drinks that I drink. So for example, you go into a supermarket and you pick up a microwave food or you pick up, you know, the, the you know that diet the diet brand food and you pick it up and you see it's 259 calories and you calculate that to how many sins that is and you do all of that kind of stuff and you realize oh that's four sins that's five sins and you can have as many foods as you want. But where is your portion control and also not all calories are created equally. So where it says 259 calories on the back of the pack, am I actually eating 259 calories or am I meeting more am I eating more than that and not understanding the effects of calorie counting and knowing that not all calories are created equally and the quality of foods is what matters 
rather than the numbers. So am I actually, as a nutrition coach, am I actually a fan of counting calories? Now I'm impartial. My actual qualification that I've got does not permit me to calculate anybody's calories 1200 or less than that. Now, if you're somebody that was like, oh, I actually want to do 1200 calories. Sorry to disappoint you. I'm not the coach for you because I'm not about to give any woman some eating disorder or dangerously low restrictive calories that only leads you, keeps you stuck in a restrictive way of eating for life. My role is to get you away from that and actually help you eat the right amount of foods that you need. Now, am I into calorie counting? Now, calorie counting is a tool. It's not, you know, the be all and end all. It's a method that you can use to support you in the beginning of your journey. You don't have to have it throughout your life to depend on an app. Everywhere you go, you are dependent and you're focused and devoted on this app. Because what happens is you become obsessive and conditioned to eating those particular counts of numbers and that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today in this topic should you always count calories and the pitfalls of counting calories now there are some people who love it they like the accountability they like the structure they like the support but one of the things that I teach you in the program and when you work with me one-to-one I'm teaching you how to address these things actually what are you learning because if your phone got lost for a few days you had to wait a week for seven days what would you do you couldn't access the internet either, what would you do? Would you know how to navigate your nutrition without having to depend on an app or a food scale or a food log? Would you absolutely know how to portion out your food for that day or for those seven days? If the answer is no, you need to check what it is that you're actually learning. Why are you calorie counting? What are you getting from it? Are you just plugging numbers into an app checking the back of, scanning the back of this packet, scanning the back of that packet, or it's too many calories, I can't do this, I can't do that. What effectively are you learning and how long have you been learning it for? Those are the things that we need to ask and those are the things that we need to dig deep in. Is this really helping me or am I becoming addicted to another method and just replacing another one? When it comes to emotional pain, it doesn't go away by eating Cheetos, Ho-Hos, or a family share size bar of Cadbury's dairy milk. The only thing that does happen is the pain isn't as noticeable while you're savoring the chocolate, the Cheetos and the Krispy Kremes. But once you've eaten the last square or you've taken your last bite of the donut or taken the last Cheeto from the bag, that sting of emotional pain that you're hiding from comes right back. In fact, it didn't even leave. You just don't notice it as much as you push it to the back of your mind. That is why I've opened up the doors to my new program, All The Trimmings. Even though the tools that I give you in the program are fundamental to your weight loss, even more are the mindset tools that I provide in this program. These tools will form the building blocks to your mindset, your nutrition and helping you maintain it long term. The investment in yourself is literally a life-changing one-time investment with lifelong returns. So we'll be digging deep into live coaching calls where I'm going to teach you these building blocks that other diet courses and subscriptions just don't have. Now suppose that your goal is to lose weight and build healthier eating habits. If that's the case, you'll get this and more if you put in the work. I'm going to help you find the foods that you enjoy rather than being made to feel like you have to eat foods that you deprive you of all joy but everybody else is eating foods that you like and you're having to be eating a salad. There's no detox plan here. There's no diet here. There's no bland foods here. Trust me on that one, friend. And Shan, if you know that there's somebody that wants to do this with you, bring her. Grab her. Do this. Two are better than one. All are welcome at the table. I cannot wait to see you inside, Shan. And if you've got any questions, DM me on Insta at VA Nutrition Coaching. If you don't have Instagram, 
then you can email me support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk. Can't wait to see you inside. get though I will say that you don't have to count calories in order for you to lose weight you can successfully lose weight without actually counting a calorie whatsoever and what happens is rather than sticking to one method and thinking that's the be all and end all you get long-term success with your weight and your mindset and your nutrition by adding in different things now I'm I'm a stickler I'm a melancholy personality if you're into Myers-Briggs I'm 97% introvert and I love my introvert self I'm the defender personality so for me when it comes to routine I love my my routine don't nobody come out of that routine thank you please but also the same thing if my room is messy and somebody comes in and touches my stuff you better believe I know you've been in my bedroom and they're like how do you know I just know okay I just know but it's actually the same time it's about challenging yourself if you're somebody who wants to grow you want to stretch and you actually want to develop and come away from tracking foods because it's not sustainable for life and long term are you going to be able to sustain pulling out your app and counting your calories are you going to crumble if for example you're at a wedding and the guests will look at you like you're rude because you've got your phone at the table while everybody's eating are you going to melt down when that happens Or are you going to be able to know effectively how to manage those situations? Again, we talk about that in the program and we talk about that in coaching. I help you be able to navigate a plan. Now, when I used to work with young people, one of the things that I really disliked is that the system would fail young people because they would not give them an adequate transition plan. Now, the young people couldn't stay in secure accommodation for the rest of their life. They needed to be reintegrated back into society so they could have a better chance of living despite the support and the help that they had. Now, I loved working with young people. I still love working with young people every so often. But if a young person has been so indoctrinated and so poisoned by the person who's taking care of them that they're, they're evil, they're this, they're that, they're no good, I wish you weren't born if they start to infiltrate that they start to believe those lies that has been spoken over them from birth and sometimes even in the womb they begin to live out what was spoken over them especially if it's negative and so when they came to the secure accommodation they were broken they were bruised I got kicked I got spat out I got pushed I got punched I got beaten up on my job but I still loved my job because that's what God had called me to do at that particular time speak to the one and those were the young people that would come years later and say to me thank you so much I'm sorry for all the time I hit you, I spat at you, all of those things. It was brutal. But I'm going somewhere with that. One of the dislikes that I had with the social care system, it's it's changed now because I've been out of it for a few years. But one of the things that I had is how do we effectively reintegrate the young people back into society? So one, they they don't become dependent on this system. And two, they don't want to come back to this system because they know it as a safe place. I'll use another example. It's the same if somebody's incarcerated or imprisoned, imprisoned. Like nine times out of 10, the offender will reoffend and find themselves back into that prison. Now for me, because of the mindset, it's about helping you equipping you with the tools to change those mindsets so when you're changing what you believe about yourself and it's going to take deep work to do it I can't do it all for you you have to work with me but once you learn to change your heart your mindset remembering you're being transformed by changing the way that you think once you're changing your mindsets and then you're learning you're relearning new behaviors and putting those into place that's where you're beginning to find different strategies instead of just coping on one thing the whole time because if all you've ever known is counting calories it's going to be hard for you to adjust and accept this episode and be like what what are you telling me i can i can stop counting calories and lose weight categorically yes i am telling you that 
And it's the same thing. Whereas if we are, if we as a coach and we as a social care system, if the social care system and the imprison system and all the justice system were really about rehabilitating offenders into the society, which they do, they do now, it's changed. But my focus was really putting together a robust transition plan that was started earlier enough for the young person to be rehabilitated into the community effectively without them having to come back to this cycle because that's what needs to be broken when it comes to nutrition we need to change the way that we think about food we think about ourselves we think about the methods that we use there are some people in conversations that I have with women I could never give up tracking why not you've just what you've started what you've admitted to yourself is I this is what I'm going to depend on the rest of my life now what that tells me about you as a coach is you depend on certain things rather than being taught the things that you need to teach yourself that's the same thing as a meal plan I've had clients come to me to express to work with me and have just told me tell me what we need to do give me a meal plan I said I'm not the right coach for you because that's not how I coach. If you are going to be successful, because my coaching is not cheap, it's not 99 cents, it's not $99, it's a lot more than that. And it's an investment that gets you lifelong returns. And so if you're about, if you're ready to put some skin in the game, you better come ready to make up to get your results. Because you've got to come not with everything together, not at all, otherwise you wouldn't need me if you had it all together. But you've got to come ready to put some skin in the game because this coaching thing is not cheap. It's not as I say, it's not cheap. So once you're ready to put some skin in the game, I give you the tools to become your own coach effectively. So when you finish working with me, whether we're doing it in the group coaching or you prefer to have me all to yourself and we're doing it for six months, 24 weeks, that's gestation of a six month baby. Technically, you could be born at six months, premature, but you can still be born. So that's a life. So you're 24 weeks with me. There's only a few women that I can have on this because, you know, these are the ones that are ready to put some skin in the game. So 24 weeks of me as your coach. And what you're doing is you're breaking down these things. You're using the tools that I give you to equip yourself to be your coach. So that one comes six months. Some Some of you will take a little bit longer than six months. But we'll assess it at the end of the six months and see do you need a couple more sessions with me to continue and then we're transitioning you into knowing what to do so you don't become dependent on your app that when you go outside you crumble when you go to a restaurant you have no idea what to eat or how to navigate without pulling out your app and being embarrassed so you overeat and you binge and then you restrict yourself for the next week and start repeating the same old behaviors and patterns again it's about changing that thinking so When it comes to calorie counting, it's not the only way for you to lose weight. So you're not dependent on the app. If MyFitnessPal goes down, if the Lose It app goes down, you can't access it because the internet went down the other day, one of the apps that I use. So if you can't use these things, what will you do? So does calorie counting work? It does work. And and it works if you're somebody who's ready to do the long haul with it. You're ready to track every single thing that you have. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I've tracked. Depending on what my goals are, if you want accuracy for something, then you you use that. But it's not long term. It's short term that you're using it for. And so if you can stick to calorie counting and also if somebody you can count them actually, you actually know the calories, a true count of calories that you are counting. 
which actually we can't. We can't know the exact numbers of calories in food. And that is why calorie counting is not a surefire way of your weight loss result. And you might have heard the term calories in, calories out. And that's simple. It's a nice, simple calories in what you eat. You've got to eat less than what you're burning. That sounds simple. But in reality, if you're somebody who might be morbidly obese or you're somebody who is borderline obese or you're somebody overweight, the more you weigh, the more intake that your body is going to need. Much like a five, six woman, who is to to maintain the weight that I am is over 2000 calories to put me on 1200 calories I'm going to want to eat my arm and it's just not sustainable for me so that's why it's a little bit more in depth than just calories in calories out that's the basic principle but because again you are unique you come with a different set of metabolism you come with a different set of skills you come with a different set of mindsets because of that that all needs to be taken into consideration and so when it comes to calorie counting and a little bit of science there actually is no research that says calorie counting is a surefire way that's going to help you lose fat and keep it off forever that's why you don't see those commercials on on whatever commercials. I'm not sure the commercial TV interbreaks that you have in the state. That's why you don't see that. You don't see those kind of adverts promoting calorie counting. Look, at, are you trying to lose weight? You're trying to lose weight fast. All you need to do is eat less and burn more calories. And there you will lose weight and keep it off forever. You don't hear that. You don't see that. What you see is you see fat burning pills. You see pretty colorful drinks. And now they've got this fan. They've got this other thing, this fancy thing where you've got all of your vitamins in the color of a green pill or a a purple pill. And that's supposed to give you your daily supplements of vitamins. Does it actually really? And also you have to pay $200 per month. No, we don't. There's a reason why you're not being fed the right things that you need to you need to hear, and you're being pumped with a whole heap of marketing messages. And actually, it doesn't work for 95% of the people that buy those products. It's not sustainable for you. Now I'm putting my hand up, Shan, because I've been there. I bought this food, I bought this shake that was like, yes, this is the superfoods, this is all your plant vitamins, this is all this, this is all that. And at first it was great. I had to pay 200 pounds for it a month. And at first it was great until it wasn't, until I was ridiculously hungry, until I was violently sick. And I thought, oh, let me try it again. I was still sick. So therefore it made me sick. So something that I'm supposed to do to pay for my health, 200 200 pounds a month, I'm supposed to buy this all promising shake that's supposed to help me. This shake made me sick and it was supposed to be plant-based. Something isn't right there something isn't right. The two things don't add up. So that's why when it comes to counting calories, we don't see that advertised on, on, we don't see that in commercial breaks. We don't see it as much as we do fast food. We don't see it at all. And so it's not a surefire way for you to know this is what you need to do in order to lose weight. So let's get into why you cannot count on calorie counting in order to lose weight and talk about the pitfalls of counting calories. We've talked about it already, but it isn't sustainable. It's not a surefire way to keep up long term. And eventually it can lead into developing OCD or becoming obsessed about the calories. And all you seem to think about is food. What am I going to eat today? What am I going to eat today? What am I going to eat today? Eat the food, eat the bread. If you want the bread, eat the bread. Practice in portion control. That's how you're going to change your habits with mindset at the same time. It's a lot of hard work, Shan. But if you are somebody that's ready to put skin in the game, listen, you are more than worth it. And so when you're constantly tracking yourself, when you're overly tracking food, when you're obsessing, it becomes obsessive. We might not want to admit that we're obsessing about food because it's embarrassing and we might feel ashamed. But actually, if we look at it with reality, we are obsessing about 
every single food item. Okay, now I can't eat this because it's too many calories. How many calories is in this teaspoon of rice? How many calories is in this tablespoon of rice? Okay, so what if I reduce this to three quarters of a tablespoon and I eat this from a cup and I eat from containers every single day? Can you take those containers to a restaurant? Can you tell the cook in the, in the kitchen, hey chef, before you cook this, can you portion this out in my containers? They're not going to laugh you out of the restaurant. They can't do that. And that's how you know that these things are not sustainable in all terms and all situations. And so those are the things that you need to be able to do. You you need to be able to measure with, can you do this for the rest of your life? Can you teach your children to be able to calorie count? Your child is five. If you're a parent, you're a godmother, you're a sister, you're a sibling, you're an auntie, you're an uncle, you're a cousin. Well, not you're not uncle, but you're, yeah, you could be an uncle because I know guys are listening to this too, but you have children that you are responsible for and whatever age they are, they're at the age where they understand food. And they got out their phone or calculator and they started counting calories. How many calories is in my dino dinosaurs, my chicken nugget dinosaurs? There's too many calories in this dinosaur. I can't eat it. It's too much calories. I've had enough calories for myself today. I've eaten too much. Meanwhile, you've just given them a slice of toast and some beans or some jam. You've given them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but they said it's too high for my calories. If you don't want your children to do be doing that why are you tip number two counting your calories is connected with obsessing about food and also binge eating and if you're somebody who starts to count your calories one of the things that can happen is you begin to blame yourself if you've gone over your calories for the day say for example you've got 1200 calories uh which is not enough and you're relentlessly trying to figure out how you can portion a what kind of 300 calorie meals you can have there's no room for snacks, but you go over by 50 calories because you had a little bit more than you wanted because your body was telling you, I'm hungry, especially if you if you were doing exercise and you're trying to burn off that extra fat quicker, which you can't do. But what if you did and you went over your 50 calories? How would you feel? Would you start to blame yourself? Would you start to say that this is, this is I'm, I'm doing it wrong. I didn't count my calories long enough. I shouldn't have had that cake over the weekend because it was my son's birthday. I shouldn't have had my cake because it was my birthday. And then you're starting to figure out what is it that you're doing wrong? Why am I doing it wrong? And then you're going to community groups online and you're saying, I'm doing everything right. I'm counting my calories. I'm not losing weight. What am I doing wrong? That's because calorie counting has now gone away from the arena of being a tool and it's become an obsession. And you're bordering online with binge eating and obsessing about food. That's how another sign or another pitfall about calories and you know counting calories is not for you. Three, the third pitfall is it can affect your mental health. Also, it can restrict the lifestyle that you have. For example, if you're on holiday, you're not always, and you're in a bikini, there's no way for you to put your phone. There's no way that you can bring a scales. There's no way that you can bring all of the equipment that you need. How do you eat? How do you respond in that? If this calorie counting is causing you to do these things, Shan, calorie counting is not working for you. And it's not the only thing that you need to lose weight. Now, those are the three things, the three pitfalls that I'm going to give you about calorie counting and whether or not that this works. Now, if you're somebody that wants to dig deep and find out what those things are, then you can sign up to work with me as a coach on a one-to-one, either six months, or you can do the group coaching with me. This is where we're going deeper on a one-to-one with you. It's not a generic blanket fits all, but we're working on how this fits in your lifestyle. Friends, 
as always, we come to the end of time. It's a 30-minute slot that I talk about and I just encourage and give you these tips. Calorie counting isn't for everybody, but find the thing that works for you. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't mean that you are doing something wrong and it doesn't mean that you need to pile on the guilt. Let's break free from that mindset. Let's break free from that mentality and find what works for you. Friends, all of the ways that you can work with me are in the show notes below and I cannot wait to catch you on the next episode. Until next time, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Can't wait to catch you on the next one. But if you found some value in today's episode, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend that also needs to hear this message. Friends, don't forget you can reach out to me over on the gram at VA Nutrition Coaching, which is the same on all other social media platforms. If you don't have social media, you can hit me up on email support at VA Nutrition Coaching. If you want to sign up to work with me, either on the group coaching program or the six month coaching program, all of the information is in the show notes below and how you can sign up there. Can't wait to catch you in the next one, friends. Thank you.